You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. The ceiling is moving. You got it? Uh, there we go. Yeah, real time, real time, please. Sure, why not? Sure. Hey, everybody, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the following. How you guys doing? Uh, I am not Joe Sanfilippo, uh, so uh, my voice is a little bit higher, and I'm not going to be referencing the word rad too much and uh, lots of other things. I'm Nando Velasquez. Welcome, everybody. And sitting alongside me today, first of all, we have uh, right here to uh, to my direct left, the lovely uh, network publicist, noted network publicist, as Sanfilippo likes to say. <laughs> Theresa La, how you doing? Hi, everyone. I'm good, Nando. Great. Awesome. And then right next to her from places like Grantland and Extra. And all sorts of really quality entertainment type stuff. We have uh, Mr. Joe Braswell. That's me. I'm Joe Braswell. Yes. And as I said, uh, Joe Sanfilippo is out. Uh, he's. He, I think he's currently in the middle of a drinking game. He's drinking yeah. himself right he's, now. He's, being, he's at rad places right he's now. He's at rad places right now. He's got more radder places to be than here. But he, He's uh, in Canada, so the Canadians can... Uh, He's rad, eh? Watch out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, he'll be back next week. So, and yes, we we miss him already. If he's listening, we, we do. We do miss him. Speak so. for yourself. <laughs> I can't get my voice that low, and I have no, I have no Connery, so don't even give no, me a Connery. Yeah. Don't even, don't even pit me out on Connery. And of course, we have the lovely Marissa, uh, who is producing. What's up, guys? Hey, so we do have four people here. Yes, and uh, well, today we are doing uh, the following, and it's episode eleven. We're up to eleven, man. It's getting, wow. getting near the end. And this one is called Whips and Regrets, which, uh, which is somebody's Saturday night, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just somebody's Saturday night. Not really. No comment, but somebody's Saturday. <laughs> Night. So, uh, first of all, let's get some impressions, man. Because I, I personally, I like this show. But let me, uh, yeah. let me uh, hear you guys' thoughts on it. Um, I love this. I love this episode. I, I, this is, you know, one of my favorites. Actually, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the uh, the set pieces were really, really great. It was really. It's just sort of a scary, very, very scary, suspenseful episode. Of the following, I really loved the whole armory and down there and the tunnels and the flashlights and mm-hmm. you got the weird. Um, crazed followers, you know, kind of running around, learning, you know, <laughs> you know, beating people up and eating, you know, I don't know what they did to that poor guard. Yeah, what they just like attacked him like a pack of dogs. Yeah, it was so savages. Yeah, it was it was so um, primal. I noticed how, yeah, when they were in the cage, they could speak perfect English, and yeah, they were like, 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 like <laughs> but uh, yeah, and something it felt like aliens, you know. I don't know if you remember, like you know, you and I remember because we're because you know, we're old. I keep saying that first '80s reference of the night. But uh, yeah, no, but it was very. I love that set piece. I actually really like the the uh, the whips and chains. What's it called? The whips and what's that? What's that? Regret. Regrets. Whips and regrets. The uh, the S and M club. Bar. I love that. I love the idea of them walking through, and you know, it's kind of creepy, and noises are coming out of everywhere, and that was kind of a cool little set piece. I will say a lot of a lot of FBI WTFs there. Sure. Just, just yeah. Uh, well, day. Joe would have loved that. There was a lot of uh, you know um, Hardy and um, and uh, Deborah 
going uh, Hardy and Parker going on missions by themselves. And like like well, like, like they had all the the, the what was the uh, the marshals were out there, the FBI's out there yet. You know, Hardy and um, Parker go check it out by themselves. Oh yeah, alone. Same thing with the armory. They're out there. They're alone for God knows like fifteen minutes. But at least they're starting up. to make excuses as to why the SWAT team's behind. Like when yeah. they, you know, like oh, they know we're following them. So hang back, hang back. a few miles. Yes, good point. So they're starting to make some excuses at least to make up for it. But yeah. it is too often where it's just two or three people taking the lead, doing recon, and then getting in the middle of the whole thing. So. Well, like you always say, it'd be a crappy show if they just stormed the. You know, they all came in. Yeah, <laughs> and be found a, the killer immediately. It'd be a one episode season. That'd we, be we, it. We have to have a reason for a Hardy <laughs> Hardy to, to sneak around with the old flashlight. <laughs> what, love. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Teresa? What do you think about this episode? I thought James Purefoy was amazing in this episode. Mm-hmm. Just all of his scenes, he was just on point. Um, you see him being like a maniac with Roderick. He really just owns Roderick and shows him who's the boss. And then you see him really vulnerable with Claire at dinner. You know, you kind of see a softer side of him. And then finally, at the end of the episode, when he brings Joey to Claire, you get this look on his face of just, you know, pure, like, not defeat, but you could just see that he really loves her, and you know he says, "I believe you will love me again." And I thought that that was just a really powerful scene. Yeah, you could tell for him at least this episode was very, very, very layered. Right, a lot of different episodes. He got to show a gambit of emotions, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great role for an actor. Yeah, he was excellent. Yeah, it's a great, awesome role for an actor. Yeah, I I personally felt. Uh, with the exception of the episode with uh, Amanda Porter, the whole one where they were killing the other Claire right, Matthews, right, right. I really, honestly, was starting to think that the last couple of episodes, I, I, I just wasn't getting comfortable with this whole change. And I think now that Claire is has been captured, I think part of the reason why was because the game got uh, the game the end game got muddled because Joe was so intent on having Claire with him. Now that Claire's with him, they can get back to business again. I felt like this was the first episode that showed that a little bit. Now yeah. the FBI's hunting them down again. Ryan's uh, Ryan Hardy's got a new mission, so to speak. Now he's got a new drive to to get back. Although although it took him a little while, you saw in the beginning of the episode kind of a return to form. Yeah. But uh, but I, I really did like this episode, and it was just really really interesting to see. Also the partnering of Deborah and and Ryan. But I'll get more into that later. Right. And then of course uh, get to see a little bit more about Roderick and see uh, see how. Fine. How he unstable he is! Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, I'll, I'll get to that a little later too. But I was very happy to see that because I was until tonight I wasn't really buying Roderick at all. I didn't really get him as anything other than a, you know, sort of a blonde pretty boy. I know that you think he's hot, but <laughs> I was not buying him as this sort of psychopathic, you know, leader, military guy. I just wasn't buying it until tonight, and I was like, oh. There's, there's something back there, so I, 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 I like that. Like yeah. That and shout out to my man Nico. I think um, Jacob was was great tonight. Not, uh, not J- I'm sorry, not Jacob. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob. Jacob was great tonight. I mean, I think, speaking of acting performance, I think Nico has really done this great um, uh, sort of shift. We talked about the butterfly, the yeah. creepy butterfly, but you know, we see him from the Tag Romney to you know the James Dean to the scary kid to this, and, that, and now he's. I don't know what he is now, but I think Tag was back, but it was like the scary Tag. Yeah. I mean, he had the, he had the sensible, you know, button-down <laughs> polo shirt on. He, that, he was at Ralph Lauren. Was, yeah, the, the Ralph Lauren, the hair was back, the part was back. So I'm like, oh, there's Tag, but it's dark. He's really dark. He's dark. And I love the uh, just the 180 between him and Emma. Yeah. Because yeah. notice that he seems to have all the control and all the power now, and she's kind of the little... Right. Like, oh, is everything... You know, how are sure. you? She's I'm all complimentary. I'm still not convinced that he is this new guy, though. I still feel like he's 
very much the sensitive guy that he was. Right now he's driven by his uh, grief over mm. losing Paul and the betrayal, um, you know, that Emma betrayed him. But how long is that going to last? Yeah, I don't think true. that's really him. It's not convinced me yet. Well, he still lives up to Joe, and it seems like Joe's given him a lot of responsibility. So right. I think that's also part of his motivation right now. He doesn't want to let Joe down. But the eye, the eyes, you know, he when he walked into that room and he's glaring at Emma, he says, you know, the, the Jacob you know is dead or whatever that is, and he's gone. Like, I believed him. I'm like, whoa, this guy. First time, he really, he's scaring me. Like, he's really scaring me, so... Great performance. Now, I mean, Nico, I'm buying it. Nico is doing doing a He's great doing the damn job. thing. He wasn't Nico. afraid to push Claire. No. No. Not at all. What wow. did he say? He's like, I'm allowed to bruise you. Yeah, I can't I can't, I can't. cut or, or bruise your face, but uh, otherwise I'm a physic- I'm allowed to physically hurt you. Now again, I believed him. Like the old the old Jacob, if he mm-hmm. said that, I'm like, nah, he ain't hurt nobody. Well yeah, but, just think of him in the in the basement with right, uh, with poor Megan. Little, uh, Megan yeah. yeah. I, you know, he was like, I don't want to hurt you, please. But now he's when he, when he threw her, when he said that to her, I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna, he'll do it. He's the, this new guy. This, oh, I don't know what this guy's in. But this new guy's scary. Yeah, so it's crazy, but um, awesome. Yeah. Well, there's one more. Um, oh, that one scene that in that scene with uh, Emma and Jacob, where Emma says that line, which I had to laugh out loud. It was something to the effect of, you know, you're acting weird. <laughs> you're acting weird now. I'm like, really? This this house full of cult serial killers and, and oh yeah uh, I was thinking the same thing yeah, actually and he, also you of all people the person who is you know sleeping with the gay <laughs> and the straight person and having a threesome and manipulating and doing all these different things and he's acting weird and like pop meat kettle but that was fun yeah, absolutely. It, it's good to know that these uh, serial killers and, and these cult followers have like you know feelings and a, and, and a family and they have you know some are they're in love with it. it's just a weird feeling of like Within their own world, there's like this whole this this whole soap opera going on within their yeah. own world. You would think they're just a bunch of faceless killing robots, but well, it's amazing how you can have some empathy for these characters because sure. because there really is some empathy in regards to Jacob because of what he went through. He got left behind mm-hmm. and what he had to do to Paul, and and there's some empathy with Emma too, especially right now because she is finding her way. She's finding her spot in yeah. the house. And right. for me, for it. this episode, there was some empathy for Joe. When he reached out to Claire, yeah, the very even end. Joe, but yeah. that's true too. Even Joe, oh. a little bit, you know. Yeah. Even though you have I mean, really at the end, when he, when he, yeah, I think it, this episode really humanizes him. And at the end, when he brings Joey back to Claire, you see this look in his face, and it's like, right. you know, he's just someone that wants to be with his wife again, right. Poor Joe. Joe, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. He's not a killing crazy. people. No, no you're, no, you're right. I. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. This whole what, what do you say? He's a monomaniacal. He has a monomaniacal need to kill. Yes, there's this that. weird sort of self-diagnosis. You mm. know, he's this, you know this monomaniacal need to kill, and I'm, it's only going to grow. So I'm just trying to you know, help people. Out. I don't know what's love there. I love how he can just diagnose himself. Right, he's just totally like you know, save save. You know, if you don't have medical, just diagnose yourself. Right. It's all good. So um, th- there's a uh, but there's I am having a little trouble with this notion of. Someone being this, you know, completely psychopathic, sociopathic person with a monomaniacal need to kill, but yet still have a soft spot in his heart for good old Claire. Like, he just seems to be so, like, Claire and Joey have the love of my life, the heart. If we can just all be in love together, but I, I gotta go back and kill, I'll be right back. I need to kill these women. You know, because it's all about being women. He's been killing these women. And the fact that he can have all these women and kill this woman, but be in love with Claire, I don't know if that's like, 
should make her feel really special, or if that's just I, 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 that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah, like, I can as much as I can wrap my head around a serial killer. I can understand that too. I can understand that feeling that that how can you hold one woman that high up when you're busy killing all these other ones, for, yeah. for, especially for the sake of beauty, right. as it was you know deigned earlier in the in the season right. with Edgar Allan Poe thinking you know that that the death of a beautiful woman is was art. Right. So how could you not? Kill your wife, who I, I would imagine you think is a very beautiful woman. Those things, those, yeah, those things She's seem the to be exception to the rule. The exception to the rule. I guess there's always an exception. There, to there the seems rule. to be a conflict there, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm willing because I'm not a serial killer. I'm willing to kind of just uh, assume that there is some truth there. The old suspension. Of yes, suspension of disbelief. Sure. But anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get some of your takeaways. I know that's some of, some of what you wanted to talk about, right, right. Teresa? Just the relationship between Claire and Joe. Yeah. Um, you know, the dinner table, I thought that was a great scene. Um, as much as control that he's in, the situation, he's so vulnerable with her. And, you know, you see her him leaning in for the kiss, and she goes, don't. And he stops for a second. I think it's kind of funny how he just, like, misses all the marks. You know, he goes in for the kiss at the wrong moment, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid serial killer. No, like, Stupid. Duh. <laughs> Damn. Um, <gasps> oh, I just can't close it. Man. Come on. Come on. And I love how he's like, you know, you will eventually love me. You know, I can condi- condition you to. It's almost like he's saying, like, hey, I'm just going to stick around until Stockholm Syndrome kicks in, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird, that's a very weird thing to say. I mean, yeah. that's a, you know, I can, condi- <laughs> that's, a, that's a line and a half. Well, and that's the second time the word condition was was used in the episode. Sure, which, yeah. which, which not made me think about that too. But yeah, yeah that's that, that, that really struck, struck me as weird. That like you know, love you, you can be conditioned to love someone, or you can, can be conditioned to to love. It's like not exactly what a lady wants to hear. Well, it's, <laughs> I would I would think that's not what a guy wants to hear. I don't want to condition someone to love me. It's right. like it's like, well, come on, Teresa. I know you don't love me, but I will right. condition you to love me, and that I will would be very just happy. Turn me off even more, and I'll be really happy if I condition you that way. Right. It's like <laughs> I win, you win. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> We're both happy. Yeah, no, not not in the real world. That just shows how clumsy he is with her, you know? And it's nice to see that side of him because he's so polished everywhere else. Yeah, he's such a great serial killer, but damn it, he's just not that great with ladies. (laughs) When it comes down to sealing the deal, he just can't, he can't do that. Can, I mean, he's a, he's a you know, uber charismatic cult leader who's able to amass hundreds of followers from from behind bars. Yet, when he's in a room with Claire, he's you know. <laughs> now, was it just me, or, or or did the whole this whole plot line with Claire and Joe today just remind me of, of scenes from Beauty and the Beast or something? You know, uh, well, locked there, up. There was a bit of the uh, you know. Have dinner with me, like I mean, whatever the in BDP. I got a yeah. little bit of Hannibal Lecter. When oh he, yeah, when he was having dinner. Oh okay, that's true too. I I, I have to agree that I, I did not think of that, and I've seen BDP probably at least literally about eighty times, and I you know. Oh, Joe oh, Braswell's got a soft spot. I've got kids. <laughs> kids yeah. But, like, no, yeah. It's, it's, they're <laughs> Good call, Marissa. I love that movie. <laughs> I, do, I do love the movie. But, yeah, that the whole bit with the, uh, you know, having dinner with me, a forced dinner, and, yeah. you know, almost, uh, you know, Tag Romney acting as, Le, Le, as Lemieux. Lemieux. Yes, Lemieux. Like, Let me get you ready. You have to go. The odd know? guest? Yeah, exactly. Was, this is does a very good mean, analogy. Does that mean she's going to eventually fall for the beast? I mean, maybe. I uh, Maybe we should say that for predictions, but yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that happening. Oh, she's just, that would be a season finale right Maybe there. she falls in love with him. He'll turn into like a sweet, normal guy and stop killing him. <laughs> he'll stop maybe killing maybe, maybe, He'll maybe, turn into Tag Romney. He'll turn into old Jacob. Yeah, old Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to give you complete props. That is a fantastic analogy. I got some skills. That was great. Thank you. I love that. Okay. If you need a beast. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, anyway. You're just <laughs> blushing. <laughs> oh. 
So, I'm blushing because I haven't been to that I see Beauty and the Beast, but that's okay. Well, I just want to more about this Claire, you know, the, the Claire Joe dynamic. I mean, would you, do you? What's what's your take on Claire in terms of her, you know, her interaction to this? She she seemed to still be in control a little bit from yeah. the standpoint of like, okay, I got a job to do. I want to see my son. Let me go see this dude. Let me. Like, I love how she tries to put the moves on him. And yeah, says, oh, you know that's not going to work, but it actually did work because. She ended up seeing Joey at the end of the episode. Oh, it always works. It works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let any guys tell you differently. <laughs> no, I love that she's able to, you know, just lay down the law. Yeah. And uh, he listens to her. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, because who really had the power in that scene? At the end of the day, you she know. She did. She got what she wanted. She held her firm. She felt she held firm to what she wanted. Well, so she, she got it. Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a handhold. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That was just the wine glass. That's no, what right. it was. It was the wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question, though. Okay. Well, first of all, I guess we we're discussing if it's possible that she could fall in love with Joe again. Mm-hmm. But could she actually, could that also make her fall out of love with Ryan? Mm. Because that's a two-sided equation. I mean, it's yeah. possible. It's a love triangle. It's possible to love both people. But right. really, we're, we're talking now she's with Joe and she's not with Ryan. Could she change that dramatically? I mean, it's very interesting because we know that we've been picked up for we. Look at how I said that. No, we've been picked up for season two. We're us. doing a great job, guys. Me, Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Nando, Joe, <laughs> Teresa. We've all been picked up for season two. No, but we know they've been picked up for season two. And so you know there's another, there, you know, this is... You know, they they could easily complete this story, I feel like, mm-hmm. in this season. But they're clearly setting up for something, a phase two. And it makes me wonder about how the arc between, you know, we're, we're, we're Claire, I really worry specifically about Claire Matthews' arc. Because it feels like she has very few places to go, unless, of course, she actually does fall in love with Joe, or does hate Ryan, or does go back and forth. I don't know. Like, I don't know where they're going to go. But we have four episodes left in this season. And then I think about season two, I have to jump ahead. Like, yeah, where does that go? Where does yeah. that triangle go? What, is, what, what happens to Claire and and, and, and Joe or Claire and, and Ryan? I mean, Joe's clearly not going to stop wanting to be with Claire. So, I don't know. This is wonder. And just the way things were left off between Claire and Ryan, Claire, you know, admits that she loves him. He says right. the same thing back. And then she goes and runs off with Joe's people, with Roderick. Sure. So, where does that leave Ryan, right. and we see him in the beginning of this episode, and he's a mess again. Yeah, and really yeah. needs a push in order to get back into the game. Yeah, push. Absolutely. I'm sure you'll get into that. That's, that's <laughs> I'll get into that. I've got a lot to say about that's that too. When you, when you when you get there, we, we will get to that. <laughs> but uh, but first, before we go on, before we go on, I don't know why I did that. Uh, <laughs> let me. Uh, that's your announcing voice. Gyo, gyo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, Joe Sanfilippo's not here, so you got the B team hosting <laughs> right now. It's all good. But uh, but anyway, uh, you know, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we'd love it if you subscribe and you rate and you comment so please do all three uh we'd love to see fives fives are great as uh, as san Filippo likes to say as well we love fives uh, but i love fives too and if there was possible to do sixes we'd love that too right uh and uh, yeah please uh please comment and we'd love to hear all your thoughts uh we got a lot of people out there that love to talk to us so uh we'll do some yeah. shout outs later but uh but yeah thanks and then of course there's lots of other shows here on after buzz that uh you can listen to and comment on as well like like bates motel for example or uh motel the wednesdays. americans or the americans wednesdays yeah or uh well walking dead's over walking but, dead uh, was a show that you loved uh, but it's yeah over. yeah but you can comment on those too you can retroactively yes. comment uh, <laughs> anyway let's move on so uh, let's get some of your takeaways Mr. Braswell 
Um, yeah, you know, I, went, I talked about the, at the top how I love the set pieces in this. I really love the the tone. The tone of this episode was was really really great. It was really creepy. I don't know who direct. I didn't see who directed it, but it was definitely very suspenseful. It felt in that sort of you know. Um, not even in the in the in the in the scary movie category. Not in the in the horror category. It's more in the deep deep suspense. You know, yeah. the the lurking and the flashlights and the shadows. I was really creeped out. And I actually, you know, Joe Sanfilippo's not here. Um, you sat in his seat, so maybe that wasn't yeah. it. But I jumped. I did. I, I jumped. I jumped twice. You did. I think the oh. spirit of Joe Sanfilippo's uh, scary <laughs> scared guy possessed me. But yeah, I really. I so I really liked this episode. But what jumped out at me specifically was. Um, I touched on this too. Is Roderick? We finally get to see Roderick lose it, and there was a bit. Not only did we see him lose it from a you know um, anger standpoint, but we really got a sense into some sort of into some sort of like uh, you know he had like, almost like a little break there, like a psychotic break where um, he was pushed by Vince, yeah, and that turned into. Um, him like really like you know getting in Vince's face and that turned into like a John Woo stand, double yeah. gun standoff you know which was you gotta love that you, you know who, who doesn't love that and then um, but towards the end there when, when Vince made that uh, comment about like well, did your dad or you know did you were you beaten as a kid or whatever it was he walked away and I swear Roderick was crying he had like a like a sad look like he's almost starting to cry he went from like extreme calm yeah, he- to extreme like freaked out anger wanted to kick his ass then pulled a gun and then he laughed maniacally like oh what a blast this is great he laughed maniacally and then he went down to like to almost crying oh there he is right there this is it yeah, yeah so he, go. he goes in that moment he's like kind of crying then he gathers himself and then he goes over and he punches this other guy in the face <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love that every, I that was an awesome sequence <laughs> I, yeah I agree I did love the all of a sudden he just punches that guy oh are you okay are you okay yeah, are you, you okay, right? buddy just, just checking right? on you just, just, uh, yeah. I know you got a bloody nose and the guy's like I just got it no no you're fine so that's the guy I want to see like that's the guy who I think is this paramilitary leader that's the guy who maybe has done some time with Blackwater or or, or uh, whatever you know the 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 military for hire group is, and that's the guy who, uh, because at the end of the day, it's not just these guys who have this plan, but you've got to have a little bit of um, of crazy in you, right? Yeah. You know, all these guys have a little. There's always a little bit of crazy in all of these people, and it's the first time I really got to see Roderick, who seemed to be pretty together. Oh yeah, you know, and also. Um, you know, we we saw Roddick's confrontation with Joe twice. You know, we we see the the schism developing. You know, Joe yelled at Roderick, and he as he pushed him, he keeps pushing and testing like the waters here, pushing the the boundaries with Joe, and finally Joe let him have it, let him know who's boss. But we'll see how that plays out. I don't know. Well, my question is, do you think Roderick is unstable? Because I mean, again, this is a this is a house full of crazies anyway. I suppose they're all. Cult leaders, sure. cult followers, in, yep. in you know killers. But would you say he's getting unhinged? I think he was. I think he started unhinged. I think this is what it, what we're seeing tonight is Roderick is unhinged. Roderick Roderick is a crazy ass mother. <laughs> he's crazy. Like he's already unhinged, which which now makes sense. Like oh, that's why he's here. But what I what I what, I, what it is clear to me is as I thought he was a follower. And he is sort of a follower to a certain extent. Yeah, he really is a leader, and he wants to be a leader. And this is this is the, this is a problem, which is where the schism or whatever is coming in. It's like, you know, Joe's a leader. He's almost begrudgingly going along with Joe because I mean he did respect them, but at a certain point, it feels like he's starting to lose respect for Joe and saying and wanting to be more of the leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be the number two, and that, I think that's that's we're starting to see a break. And I think that 
his whenever Roderick does lose it in turn, it'll be in the form of a psychotic break like we just saw. Yeah, something where he's laughing and he's pulling guns and he's crying. These, you know, it'll, it'll it'll be something like that. I have a question. So, if push comes to shove, do you think the followers will go with Roderick or would they go with Joe? Uh, well, that, that's a that's a that's a prediction. But I I I think they'll I think there's a split, right? I think there's not to go back into the Lost categories, but you know, it reminds me very much of Lost. But you know, there's there's probably the Roderick camp and there's the Joe camp, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it feels like the Joe camp is more along the lines of what we saw earlier with the fresh faced college kids and the people like uh, my girl Marin, you know, who's just really want to you know, really want to please and really want to do you know, with the spear gun and who really want to please and do something good and who really want to help Joe and who've just been in, been in his class and those right, those aren't Roderick's people mm-hmm. you know those are Joe's people. and then they have Joe's people like Louise and like you know these these militia dudes and so I think that there's a definite we'll find out who's with who right. I really think that's coming though there'll be a you know these followers versus these followers and then it'll be even more trouble for Ryan Hardy because he's got to you know, shut down Roderick and his guys but meanwhile he's got Joe Carroll and his guys and that's kind of what I think is ha- going to happen but I don't know so answer your long, long-winded answer to your question um, there's a split there's a split I don't think that Roderick can take over the whole crew unless Joe died well it seems really interesting too because this episode did seem to see a lot more of what possibly makes Roderick's group tick Right by seeing that, that special camp. Well, <laughs> whips and regret. Right. Although, although that wasn't really part of his plan. It just happens no. to be where Vince likes to hang out and get flogged and right. be submissive. <laughs> yes, and uh, and you know other possible co-hosts like line. to spend their Saturday Date. nights. <laughs> date. date. We like to flog each other. I, 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 I was like, we like that was like Fifty Shades of Grey. That was. Yeah, I guess it was. But she really got me. I, on the you know on the Fox at nine o'clock. She's like, we like to flog each other. I was like, oh, oh okay, got it. <laughs> like, what happened? But yeah, um, that, and that just to segue into that, like Vince, that was really I, I like that whole Vince and getting to know Vince and Haley was interesting too. I mean, Haley Haley kind of rolled over on Vince pretty quickly though. She went once. Once they got in there, she's yeah. trying to delete the you know try to delete the server information, but then she's like, "Oh yeah, Vince. All well, right, I got a deal." I thought the same thing, but then because she had what fourteen felonies, sure. oh, and yeah. that place was a bit illegal, I guess for what they were doing, I felt it, she was just yeah. dumping her other stuff. She did because when she heard it was Vince, it was like, "Oh, oh yeah." That, when she heard it was guy. Joe Carroll, it was like, "Oh, that." That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Vince is. I like how we're getting. A little, I like getting the backstories to why these people are followers. I think it's very important. You know, Williamson and, and, and the writing staff are doing a great job of sort of presenting us with these characters. And then some of you, some part of me is like, well, why? And so you hear a little bit about Vince and his, you know, you know sort of what he's into and what he's been into, and mm-hmm. you know, his whole thing. It makes sense that this guy is this complete disenfranchised militia guy who is into the weird, kinkier stuff from, what do you the European stuff that she said? Yeah, they, they I think it was the European. It's the very... Poor, poor Europeans get such a bad <laughs> Europeans are kinky, man. Oh, Did you man. watch Hostel? Come on. Uh, my, uh, the, look, my, my man, um, uh, M.A. Main. Our, our oh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's European. He's, he's oh, European. Maybe so. he can answer if uh, uh, yeah, all I'm Europeans sure are kinky or not. Chime in. Yes. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so that, that was interesting to see, but... Uh, He's he got away, and then you know we we've got a big problem here in the fact that uh, he led him to the you know to the den of whatever the, to the training den as we saw, and then um, you know let let Haley go, but then got away. But but when he comes back, if he comes back as a failure, that's gonna be a huge problem for Roderick because because Rod, Roderick already told Joe like oh no Vince is cool I I, I gave him the order he's fine, 
But when he comes back and says, you know, actually, it's all effed up, like, well, well, what's going to happen to Roderick? You know, what's interesting uh, about this whole topic of failure, because we did see that whole ending, how Joe took failure, you know, as, a, as an insult and, yep. uh, and totally got on Rod- Roderick. But several episodes ago, Charlie was determined to be considered a failure, and and even Joe, even though Joe was willing to punish him and 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 take the ultimate gift from him, it seemed to be, which I know still freaks out some people. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, exactly. There should be a drinking game for for his name today because we just are yeah. saying his name way too. We say his name more than we do when he's here. So flip-o, flip-o. it's like it's Beetlejuice. Rad, it's right? like Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah totally. That's a drinking game in itself. Joe, if you're listening, appear. Joe, if you're listening, <laughs> just keep drinking. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just wonder. It's just interesting how he didn't seem as willing to kill Charlie. He did anyway, but it was a very different, loving attitude that he sure. had toward Charlie. I'm giving you a gift, and yet I'm here receiving is, your gift. Yeah, and yet here he is, not wanting to take any lip from Roderick on this, or not trusting Vince or any of the other people. So I think he seriously feels threatened by Roderick, or else he wouldn't really react that way. Right. He knows that Roderick has. You know, there is influence a, over yeah. a lot of the followers. I think there is an alpha dog fight going on sure. a little bit. Yeah, there's a bit of like you know, there's an alpha dog fight, and there's like I got to keep this guy in line because you know I'm the boss. You know, I'm the head serial killer in charge. The S S <laughs> the H S C I C. There it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So um, and also you know, Roderick has failed. I mean, Roderick has failed Joe. Like this is like number three or four. Like isn't you know every yeah. time he looks up, Roderick's like you know eh, shrugging his shoulders, you know. I well, mean, didn't Joe even say you won't fail me again, or you failed yeah. me? Like, I don't know. Well, you know, I, I understand he's a, a monomaniacal uh, need to kill. Monomaniacal. Maniacal. Gosh, sorry, those <laughs> big words. Big words can't speak. Uh, he's got that going for him, yes. <laughs> and he's incredibly intelligent. But come on, Roderick helped get him out of prison. I mean, yeah. Roderick implemented so much. Sure. Yeah, I guess you're only as good as your next uh, next task or something like that. So uh, it's, it's, I'm, I feel a little sorry for Roderick in that, too, in that respect. Even though he was totally bat-ass crazy earlier in the episode. Uh, still. Well, I think he was like that because Joe emasculated him in this episode. So he felt the need to just lash out and sort of just, you know... Good point, yeah. Get yeah. his power back. He did seem to be stewing a bit, actually, in that moment. Like when 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 Vince came up to him and was sort of like, "I gotta go," what if, you know, and he was already stewing. And when he went to touch him, like, you know, "Hey, man, you're right." <laughs> I love that moment. <laughs> Get off me! <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, I want to point out um, back to Vince and, and uh, Haley Mercury, mm-hmm. who I thought she was great. Haley, I, I like actually Haley liked her a character. Like a Marvel Comics character name. That's something right out of <laughs> well, a comic book. She is coming from a S and M club, so yes. uh, I'm guessing that's a fake name. Haley Mercury. Haley Mercury, or right. or a stage name of some sort. <laughs> but you got to love the whole. Uh, well, she seemed pretty dominant until he was uh, with her outside, and then she just kept saying, "Red, red, red." This is a red situation. Your eyes are red. <laughs> Roses are red. Red. That was <laughs> frustrating. Like red wine. I know that was that was hard to watch because I felt bad for her. She was like really <laughs> terrified. Waiting for Hardy and Parker, like la 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 le lo lo. I don't hear you. <laughs> and, and yeah, and it was almost uh, ASD another sister down kind almost, of uh, yeah. almost with her. I, I like how uh, it's almost like all the followers are pre-programmed. If Ryan Hardy is anywhere in the area, right. they're supposed to say she's going to die. This person next to me is going to die, and it's going to be your fault. Yes, they all, they all, they all, all they've all gotten that in a they have a script. serial killer school or or, or <laughs> in the bunker or the the armory, which we which we found out where they were. That was an interesting beat too, where, where Vince was like. 
you know, this is the army. Some some people need to be trained. Yeah, conditioned. Conditioned. You know, so there's a whole program, like, so, so to make sure we can trust them. So we, that's one thing we did and slightly touch on is that we learned a lot about the process. We learned that there, you know, obviously this is website set up. And uh, even um, Molly mentioned it, like, you know, I passed Roger's little test. Yes. You know? So yeah. there is this sort of test that they have. And then after that, apparently they're taking down if, if, if they're not. I don't know who, who qualifies and who doesn't, but if maybe if they don't pass Roderick's initial screening, then they're taking down to the bunker and going through a whole other workup, which is like training and then deprivation, deprivation apparently. Uh, it's some serious cult, but this is this, this seems like cult-like tactics. It's yeah. like joining a cult's not easy. Not easy. They can't just sign up and, and join up. No, we've got to really condition you and, and, and brainwash you to make well, sure that you're with us. First, you got to go on the website and you right. got to click that special link and exactly. get invited. You get invited. It's like, it's like, it's like, just sounds so silly. It's like Friendster <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> you know, it's a special, you have to, you have to, <laughs> it's a special. But, you know, the, the, but once you're in, they do a lot of work with you. And the you, benefits are great, right. let me tell you. But there, this is a long way from clicking the website yeah. and playing pool in the house. Yeah, I was not, not, anybody, not anybody just gets to play pool in the house, which I was wrong. No pool today. I was wrong about that. No pool. Uh, Next week. Over one on that one. Oh, I need to see some pool. But after after some uh, sleep deprivation, uh, I, I'm always up for a game of pool. Yeah. So uh, once, you, once, you, yeah, once you've been in the cages, like, yeah, once they, the they've cage. come out. Once, or, once they've come out, and then they're fine. I, I like, will say those guys in the cages, though, man, that was such a weird. Yeah, and, weird. And, and you know, FBI, WTF. They, uh, thank you, Joe Sanfilippo. Yeah, I mean, they had that. Literally, the guy had body armor, and it was really dark. But I saw a red shirt, like from the second yeah. you saw him, yeah. he's by himself. Oh yeah. And they're people little, like help me, and he's like, oh, a little skinny and scrawny to be like a like a SWAT team guy too. Yeah, he like a like, young kid. He, yeah, he looked like Linus or something from. I don't know, he's just so weird. <laughs> it was that cliche of, yeah. of a young inexperienced kid who just decided to go into tunnels by himself. In my head, his voice was cracking. Oh, are you guys okay in there? <laughs> oh, we got a problem. No, I'm going. I'm still in the middle of puberty, and we have a problem. <laughs> let me let me call for backup. Yeah, yeah. So. But you know that's fun. But and also just the fact that those guys were it, it was it was like a zombie scene. I, I just watched The Walking Dead yesterday, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this kind of felt like a Walking Dead type of yeah. thing in a way. They they were though they were more like Twenty Eight Days Later zombies because sure. they were just fast and, fast and crazy, yeah. and they can use guns with or World too. War Z or World War Z in theaters in the summer. I'm, 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 not, I'm not on the shelf. Okay, World Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you just knew you knew the second. I lo- you know, I love that. Just you know, you knew the second that they figured it out. The radio was faulty. The second that he said, you know, wait, don't open that cage. I'm like, oh, no. That cage is so going to be open. (laughs) (laughs) FBI, get some better equipment to communicate down there, you know? Totally. (laughs) What what did you say? Let me open this cage first. It's like my girl opening the, you know, opening the the door for the... uh, for what's her name to push her out of the window a couple weeks ago? Oh, oh, for Amanda Porter. Oh, oh yeah. the police. The, the yeah, police. The yeah, yeah. Someone's out to kill me. Hold on, let me answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> Land shark. What's that? You say don't open the cage. Hang on, I gotta open the cage. <laughs> no, anyway. Yeah, Land shark. Land shark. <laughs> Not a 1970s. That's reference. really. That's, that's really. Oh, you're going, you're going way back. Old school, old way school over Chevy my Chase. Head. Way over your head. Chevy Chase no, SNL. Yeah, SNL Land shark. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Google Chase. it. Google it. Seventies. So, uh, well, let's move on to my uh, my takeaways. Yeah, what uh, are your takeaways? Well, sir? here's what I loved. I mean, first of all, we from last week when Claire was officially taken, we get to see Ryan Hardy in practically the exact same position, the exact same scene that he was in in the pilot. Yep. Right. Back at home, pretty much in his underwear, in bed, yep. drunk, 
going for water bottles, yeah. which, which may or may not have alcohol, sure. and he gets a phone call. But this time, instead of the phone call being the FBI calling him, and it's Joe. From the sapphone. So, yeah. So, uh, really, really interesting return. To, it was like a return to square one for Ryan Hardy. So, it's almost like you have to rebuild him again, because he lost Claire, and, and he's done, and he's fed up, and he's... He doesn't want it to be in anymore. Right. And then of all people who knocks on his door, but Deborah Parker, yes. to bring him back in because the FBI needs him. Even though she pretty much had him marginalized at the beginning of the season, and sure. now, slowly but surely, she's starting to be his partner. She's starting to turn into his Mike Weston, in sure. a way. Well, I mean, so. maybe he's proved himself to her. I don't know. And she did say she's coming as a friend. She didn't make that distinction. True. She said, I'm here as a friend. I thought it was put, interesting. Put some pants on. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. She also said she's not good with that. Her social skills, but with making friends, right? So uh, she did mention that as well, which I thought was interesting. And I th- she had a great line: "If he was a uh, an alcoholic, or if he had a drinking problem, I think right. she said, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty interesting said, line: alcoholic or Both. a problem said, drinker." Yes, <laughs> he said yes. That was yes. his answer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. I am totally. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was just an interesting dynamic. Uh, we've seen Parker and, and Ryan getting closer, but this was this whole episode was the two of them, and again, just performing everything on their own, just leaving a SWAT team behind. Or yep. the marshals behind at certain points and just going in together. Yep. Ryan saves it. her life, in and episode. Ryan saves her life completely. St- totally saves her life, and uh, for that reason, I'm starting to put my radar off of Mike Weston, although he's not completely free, and back onto <laughs> Deborah because. Oh, no. Okay. Go ahead. Well, here, here's the thing. Um, well, you know, let, let me let me first mention a third person involved in here is Molly. We got to see this character. She was. We first saw her in flashbacks last week that she dated Ryan. Right. And then at the very end, we saw the big, the big twist that she is a follower. Right. So uh, here she is, which at- is a great twist. I, that's another reason why I love this episode. This whole introduction of Molly, the fact that she's been this sort of sleeper girlfriend or sleeper sleeper, sleeper girlfriend, you know, <laughs> the, the, the sleeper f buddy. Uh, I, lo- I love I love that. It's a good wrinkle. So she's a serial killer with benefits. That's what you're saying. Yes. yes. <laughs> well put. Well put. Well put. But uh, yeah, so she, you know, back when we first saw Charlie and Charlie kidnapped Claire or took Claire for when she was escaping uh, the marshals. Right. Uh, Charlie said that he was her follower. That's what he said specifically. He had tapes on her, and he called himself her follower. Mm. I don't know if you remember, we had that episode. I actually yeah. said, who's, who's Ryan's follower? And I, at did. the time, I said I thought it was Mike Weston. Well, we found oh. the answer that Ryan did have a follower, and it's yeah. Molly. Wow. And in the same, almost the same exact way, Molly uh, recording Ryan, keeping sure. tabs on Ryan. Doing all the stuff of Ryan, Interesting. and and maybe even slightly in love with Ryan, kind of like Charlie seemed to be in love with right. with Claire, even though she, she obviously has an end game herself, but she perhaps loves him too in a way. Yeah. So uh, we got to see that side, and considering she's his next door neighbor, which we had no idea about until this week, right. it's possible even even now that she was keeping dibs on him beforehand and told certain people who may have gotten back to Deborah. Maybe Deborah was there because she was there as a friend or because she knew Ryan was there just from her work on the FBI or maybe mm-hmm. she had some inside information from from Molly. Oh, you're, 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 you're going out there. I don't trust one. Parker though. You're way out there. But you don't trust Parker either, right? right? Yeah, there's something weird about Parker and too. And her plea to Ryan came right after 
um, you know, Joe's call to Ryan asking him to, you know, step up your game. Yeah. I feel there's got to be a payoff and someone in the FBI has to be a follower. I mean, it, it might be it might be Donovan. It might be it might be somebody else. It might be Raj from the U.S. Marshal's office. Raj from the U.S. Marshal's Don- <laughs> Donovan. It might be him. I don't know. But uh, but I, I will say that it was really interesting to see Ryan saving Deborah and Deborah saying, right. see, we need you. It's almost again little, just when he gets cut down, someone job. builds him back up. Okay, I, I I don't know if I'm just I, I I've thought early on that Parker we we all thought Parker was a uh, was it was a follow, was a follower early on with the whole her whole bit in the uh, yeah. in the house and how she kind of went into that trance while she's doing the thing and then she kind of disappeared and, and seems to be fairly normal but maybe that's a way to lull us to sleep and maybe she will. I'm just open to maybe, the possibility. Maybe the signs were there all along. I'm just open to the possibilities and, and if anything, I'm, I'm throwing the devil's advocate thing out sure. there because I, I think so. I think it, the payoff would be great if somebody from the FBI was also a follower. I have a sneaking suspicion and I hope this is the case if we uh, you know ever talk to Kevin and. Williamson, that is, but I have a sneaking suspicion this is one of those things where when it's all said and done, we will, can go back and see all these Easter eggs. He may, you know, I feel like he may go, well, if you remember in episode two, she said blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. like, oh, of course, you know, so I have a feeling that we'll be able to go back and rewatch and then much like other like the Sixth Sense and be like the whole time like oh it's all there in front of me the whole time I'm pretty sure knowing him that he has those clues yeah in there they, they, they we'll must see. be there that's really that's really if you do so. one big watch uh, once on TV day that right. you'll We're get to catch to it better we'll all have to do a, a big, uh, a big slumber big, sleepover yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big binge watch yes exactly yeah. totally and and the other thing that I thought was interesting the other scene with them is when they were doing the stakeout uh, while they were waiting for ha- Haley Mercury and mm-hmm. Vince. And right when right when she was screaming red, and of all people, Ryan was the one that said, "No, let's not save her. Let's right. keep this going." And Deborah Parker was the one that said, "No, we should do this. We should save her." It was a reversal in a way. Yeah, that's that's why I'm starting to believe Parker because nothing in this episode, you know, Ryan, you know, Ryan dro- uh, drove this entire episode, this entire operation. So if it were up to Parker, you know, they would have shut that down. They would t- they would have taken. Um, uh, Vince out, either either shot him or taken him down, arrested him, and no, like Hardy, he went for it. And she looked like she was thinking about it, and she said, "Okay, stand down." In the car, she seemed genuinely concerned for her safety. You know, it's like she's it'll be in my head, it'll be on my head if she dies. And yeah. Ryan's like, you know, don't worry, you know, she's safe. Which, by the way. Pretty hollow promise from a guy who's everyone he touches ends up dead. <laughs> yeah. that's a, like that's the last guy you want to do and tell you, "Don't worry, I'll keep her safe." Really, will you? Because everyone you're around, you ever heard the word death curse? <laughs> <laughs> well, his best friend's still alive. We, it was confirmed that his best friend, uh, you know, Bautista right. from uh, from Dexter sure. Tyson, I think his name was, Tyson, yeah. that uh, he's still he's going to make it. Right. Who knows in what condition, but he's going to make it. You know, we wondered about him. I, you know, about about him the way he was giving us. He kind of a weird a weird take and a weird burn. Now I'm starting to now I'm starting to wonder. Now that we know that Molly was a longtime neighbor, maybe it's like he's always been suspicious of her. Maybe like you will find out from Batista that he'll mm. you know, he's going to be like, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> you know, eh, before right before he dies, of course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be he's like, I tried to tell you about Molly, you didn't listen. You know, I knew she was bad. Well, I'm interested to see if if he comes back into play again, but he seems to be out of it. And uh, I actually looked up IMDb. Yeah, oh, I was curious. Look at that. And there's only one episode. Ah. 
But you know but what? Who knows? Maybe season two. The credit hasn't. Maybe, maybe, or maybe the credit hasn't credit yeah. hasn't been there. But right. also season two. Maybe there's some long play with him. Sure, to be sure. said. And uh, and you never know. I mean, hey, Mike Weston got hospitalized, and we haven't seen him for a little bit. Looks like so. we'll see him next we week. But looks like we will. But uh, yeah. we, well, we know we got to see him because he's got to turn and he's got to become a follower. Sure. And I got to <laughs> well, be proven I, right. I got to be proven right. In the previews, he looked a little dark. He had that. He had that tag Romney yeah. like redo look. He looked a little darker. I'm telling like, you, he looked a little angry. Because he had a beard, his eyes looked a little. He didn't look like the old chipper Mike Weston. His, no. Drinking a glass of milk and following Sean Ryan Hardy around. He was a bit scraggly. I, yeah. I admit to that. Uh, I admit to that. So. But but I'm telling you, red red flags all over Deborah today, in my okay. opinion, too. So noted. But in the same Likewise. way that in the same way that noted. Mike Mike has too. Mike Mike and Deborah have both been there for Ryan went on his lowest points and brought him back up. And I almost feel like it's like bringing bringing Ryan Hardy back into the chessboard. Sure. It's almost like okay, I quit. I'm off. No, nope. we had to make sure that he stays in the game. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. exactly. Okay, I, I I like that. I'm still wondering what this. Uh, you know, I mean, we'll soon find out what this what this larger end game is with the explosives and the and the planning. It reminded me a bit of like Project Mayhem from uh, Fight Club. And it was great seeing Roderick and Joe talking about it, even though we still didn't know anything. Right. But there's just detonators seeing, and there's yeah, even just seeing that Roderick wants to implement the plan now, and Joe's like, hold off a little bit. So right. I'm kind of glad to see. Hmm. That maybe we're getting a little bit. Well, it's only like a couple more episodes left, so we got to see something. So, and we got to know four more episodes left. Yeah, Coming I know. Wire. Oh boy, it's getting down to the wire. Well, it's it's, it's going to be good. It's already <laughs> good. It should be good. Yeah. So, well, um, well, that's like I just really yeah. I'm, I'm back to Molly. I'm, I'm I'm really interested to see how this develops because she's still in play. It's one thing to have a situation where like I've been following him. Here's all the tapes. That was that. That was fun. Woo! And then like and have him have that information. But no, she's still in play. And, yeah. And in fact. He's still sleeping with her, you know. Uh, presumably, we'll soon find out. Well, I have two but, questions to that. Uh, how is Joe going to use those tapes? I'm guessing he's going to use those against Ryan and show them to Claire, right? Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to work because it's, it's they weren't really together. Yeah, then. right. I don't think right. that would work. Know. But it's also information and, and sort of you know getting he's you know he's maybe can study his movements and. You know, one of those like I know you better than you know yourself. You know, yes, you know? I, I, he's, he's watching them. I like have your, sex. I like your, uh, I like Weird. your technique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Considering he's he was kind of bombing with his wife earlier, maybe yeah, he does need some. Just, lo- how's bacon do it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then the other thing about Molly, we saw in that he did final, fast forward to the good part, though. He did he fast did. forward to the good part, and then the camera <laughs> cut away because it's, it's Fox. Still, it's still Fox, and nine it's o'clock, nine fifty-five. Which reminds me that that, that like, I think I said this room that that shower scene was nine fifty five too so maybe that's the sweet spot that shower scene was late so yeah. I think the later the you can get away with the that. more looser the, the standards might be yeah maybe maybe some you know some oh. stuff can happen the one the one question I want to ask you guys is that last scene the last flashback with Molly and with Joe back at prison in two thousand and nine Molly had one stipulation yeah that when it came down time to it when it came time to it. She would be the one to kill Ryan Hardy. Yeah. Do you think that Joe would allow that? Uh, yes. You I th- do. Think so. I I, I think that uh, I got the impression that he's got her in place for to you know to to keep Ryan in order. Mm. And I, I don't know that Joe wants the the satisfaction of doing it himself, but I do I do think he wants the satisfaction of knowing that he suffers and that it goes exactly. and that it happens and. 
sure you can let her do it. And I gotta tell you, like, she scared me too at the end there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't, I, the, the, the women serial killers scare me a lot more than the dudes. I don't know if it's like... Probably because you want to date them. And yeah, you know, I, it's a product, I know it's a product of, I don't know if I'm attracted to them or if it's <laughs> like bad, you know, maybe <laughs> relationships I've been in over the years. I'm like, no, no. You know? <laughs> but, That's why San Filippo's like, I love Claire, I love Claire. Right. Because he knows she's Claire, probably, you know, she's not going to do anything. Claire looked most hot. Likely. Claire did look hot in this episode. Yeah, I know. Joe missed out. Joe, some, Joe from, missed Good meet up looking Claire tonight. (laughs) But I I, I don't know. I think I feel like everyone's expendable to Joe in the long run. So I feel like he'll say what he has to to get Molly in there. And he I feel like he has different plans for Joe for Ryan. I think he has different plans for Ryan. But we'll see. I'm sure it's going to come to a point where Molly's going to be in a position to kill Ryan. Sure. And we'll see then if if Joe allows that or not. Right. So, but that sounds like a prediction. Let's let's save that. Yep. Uh, did we want to do our little uh, news and gossip? Sure. All right. Let's do some news and gossip. After Buzz TV news. Uh, well, you know, we've we've had some. There's one. Uh, well, you had some news and gossip, don't you? <laughs> Something about Twitter. You're passing it. Oh yeah. Oh. So apparently, Twitter is suing the uh, makers of the following. Really? What? Yeah. Why? Because they don't like the fact that uh, <laughs> they don't the like the worst. fact that they're using they're using the word the following, and everyone's just getting confused with Twitter followers. I see. This yeah, was the Crazy. absolute worst April Fool's. Thanks for I know. Thanks for pimping <laughs> me oh, out. God. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank like, you. We do miss Jill Semplipo and his acting. We need his acting. Abilities. Yeah, we need his acting. <laughs> I, 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 I'm horrible. Yeah. I passed it to you. I just cracked. I just laughed when I right. thought about it because I you I almost a, got there. I almost got there. I almost yeah. did it with a straight face, but. It, come on, it was ridiculous. But speaking of that, there was the wonderful. Uh, there's been a lot of April Fools. I mean, some of you, most of you, will be listening to this, and it'll be April second or third or fourth. But uh, today, for those of you live streaming tonight, it is it is April Fool's Day, and there's been a lot of media and a lot of April Fools jokes all day. And one of them was this thing ran by Scope for bacon flavored mouthwash, in which they had a bacon uh, picture of Kevin Bacon in. Ma- Made with bacon. Yes, <laughs> so it's a that bacon, is a bacon. real picture. By the way, I've seen other uh, photos of that. I'm sure they acquired that somehow. Oh, somebody really, really yeah. either somebody really did that, or somebody knows how to do it. Because I guess bacon doesn't really last unless you. Uh, oh, bacon doesn't last. You say uh, doesn't well unless you uh, unless <laughs> not you around me, it. Does it. Not around. <laughs> not around. That, 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 that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I have seen that portrait before. Okay, but still, that was a, that was a good joke. That I mean, was a nice joke. I didn't fall for it, right. but uh, but pretty funny bacon flavored mouthwash. I'm yep. sure there'd be. Uh, you never know. Sometimes uh, things do happen after April Fools. There was uh, Think Geek did a April Fools joke once, and they ended up making it into a device. I think it was. Which was? Do you remember? It was the arcade game for the iPad. Oh, the little, oh, yeah, the little yeah, yeah, mini yeah. arcade thing. That was actually an April Fool's joke that ThinkGeek.com did a oh, while wow. back, and then they turned into a real thing yeah, that's that you a, can that, put your iPad on. Yeah. So anyway, uh, really quick, that's pretty much it for news and gossip. Uh, let me do a little shout-out for the YouTube people who posted, because we love reading your comments. Uh, yes, Tiffany F. Miss Lean, that's, that's uh, La 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 Laura thirty three. We got some uh, oh, some of the no. usual guys. Fuchsia Flashdance, uh, Verdant Knight, and uh, no, you should keep predicting Verdant Knight because uh, that was a pretty good one. Still, Jacob did want to kill Emma. He just didn't kill her. Uh, Miss Lost Nikita <laughs> and uh, Brent William Henry. Thanks a lot, guys, for posting. Uh, no one really posted Thank on you. YouTube um, this week, so post some comments on YouTube too. Sure. I know YouTube, but you know on iTunes, iTunes. on iTunes because uh, yeah, we like to see that and rate uh, us. Comment, rate us. Yeah, let us know. Let us move on. Dinner Bad. We'll take it. Yeah, whatever. Oh, and we've also oh, reached a hundred followers on Twitter. Yes. So thank you so much, everyone. Well, thank you. 
raise the roof. That's our goal. My little white boy raised the roof. <laughs> raise the roof. Raise the, I don't know. This is 1996. I, I have. <laughs> what are you doing? You want to do a kid? And pl- you want to do a kid and play afterwards? <laughs> right in front. We can do a kid and play. <laughs> that's really dating us. I, I know that's really dating us. Now. Anyway, don't act like I don't know that dance. By the way, <laughs> don't act like I didn't used to have a giant high top fan. We talked about that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, no, just I like hot tub time machine. Craig Robinson, hot tub time machine. Got it. So let's move on to predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. All right, who wants to go first? Okay, well, I, I kind of hinted at it, but I really think that we're going to see this uh, this split between Roderick and Joe, and I think that will that that's my move. I think they'll have the the, the Rodericks versus the Joes, and. Um, you know the, the the cultish followers versus the military folks versus the project project mayhem from Fight Club folks, and uh, I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't, but I think that that's going to be our arc in season two is these two sets of you know killers and followers because I think Roderick is sort of rising as this sort of dynamic leader, and we'll see. Or I'm mixing predictions. You know, else is on the rise. Look out for Tag Romney. Oh, Nico, yeah. he's pretty dark, and he's also up to like he's guarding Claire already, and he's got some. He's got some leadership and some sort of uh, potential in there, so who knows? Maybe look look for Tag Ramen to maybe be a leader of some sort, but I don't know. There's a schism happening. Okay. So in this episode, Parker brings up Ryan's heart, and you know we've we've seen it in past episodes, the heartbeat, yeah. and um, you know she says you know you shouldn't be drinking; it's got to be bad for your heart. I feel like something's going to happen soon. Where, you know, that's going to come into play and just sort of destroy things. Maybe the season finale. But mm. I, I don't know. I just kept thinking about it. That is that is interesting. I kind of like that. I like that as a way to, to end on a cliffhanger with his heart, with his pacemaker. Right. Actually. Right. That is cool. I like that's that. That's got to happen because they've been really working at it. Yeah. Each episode. Interesting. I think, well, we saw some uh, clips about Claire and Emma going at it. And Emma's just really being left out in the lurch. It seems like she can't get a bone anywhere, you know? So I feel like she's either going to... I think in the end, she's either going to flip or she's going to get captured and be uh, a consultant kind of like Joe was in the beginning. Well, like I thought that Jacob would be. I thought for sure Jacob was going to turn and maybe it'll be Emma. But she's she's turning more and more away from everybody because of this all this drama that's going on with her. So I kind of feel like that's eventually, not next week, but I feel like that's coming to a head. That's good. That's yeah, good I do like your prediction about maybe the cliffhanger like that because you know Kevin Bacon hasn't even signed for next year yet, so it's a cliffhanger oh. as to whether or not he'll come back because he's still in sort of in the contract negotiation. Oh, that's interesting. I can't see this it's going on without him though. Yes, yeah. April Fool's. So I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, <laughs> I got you both. I wow, did it. good Boom. job. I'm Joe Braswell. Better than my thing. <laughs> All right. So where can we find you, Joe Braswell? Uh, you can find me at uh, Grantland.com every Thursday doing some stuff and uh, here. And, and Twitter at um, at Joe K Braswell. <laughs> awesome. And uh, Teresa Law, where can we find you? You can tweet me at Following Buzz. Sounds good. And uh, I'm Nando Velasquez. You can tweet me at Nando Vel, N A N D O V E L. And we do a couple of shows here, like Bates Motel. Yes, Catch Bates that. Motel. Which I want to be a part of. I know. I, I know. It it's all time. of us except for Teresa, and we miss you. <laughs> we have we have a great other person replacing you, Dua, but we miss you. And then yes. uh, a couple other shows. You got you do the Americans with. San Filippo. American with San Filippo also. I do the uh, Justified Show season finale tomorrow night. And I do Celebrity Apprentice and uh, Amazing Race. But anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. Please catch us next week, and uh, we'll see you then. 
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. You. Later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 